Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. While you're standing, let's turn and read two verses in the book of Matthew, chapter 25. Matthew, chapter 25 verse 20 and so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents saying lord thou deliverest unto me five talents behold i have gained beside them five talents more his lord said unto him well done thou good and faithful servant thou hast been faithful over a few things i will make thee ruler over many things enter in to the joy of thy Lord. Let's clap our hands before we're seated. Thank you, Jesus. Your will be done. Your word have its way. Speak to our hearts, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. I want to preach on the subject, just a one-word subject, faithful. Faithful. Amen. Amen. You know, having faith and being faithful are two different things. You might say, well, I ha- if you have faith, and then if you're full of faith, then you're f- yeah, that's what faithful means, and it doesn't really mean that. Amen. Now, these two things, faith and faithful, are intertwined, and they do interact with each other and depend on each other, but they are uniquely different. Faith is believing it before you see it. We know that. Amen. It's the substance of things we're hoping for. We pray and ask God for something, and then we believe Him by faith until we see it happen. That's what faith is. It's it's a key, amen, to the miraculous in our lives. We understand that we have to have faith. Praise God. Faith is the first step toward God. We got to believe that he exists. And once we believe that, then everything else can fall into place. Praise God. Amen. Now to be faithful is to be dependable, to be dedicated, to be dutiful, to be responsible, to be trustworthy, to be a person that you can count on. That's what faithfulness is all about. Amen. But you see, you have to have faith to be faithful. And at the same time, you have to be faithful to keep your faith alive and growing in the Lord. Hebrews eleven six says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, this verse is very unique because it has both faith and faithful involved in it. Amen. Without faith, it's impossible to even understand and please God. Amen. For when you come to God, you got to believe that he exists, but then you have to believe, amen, that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. I have to have faith to come to God, but then in my diligence, in my dependability, in my consistency, amen, that's my faithfulness, amen, I will be rewarded those that diligently seek him. That's faithful, amen. 
True faith leads to faithfulness. And folks, God is looking for faithful people. Amen. He's looking for faithful people. Riches do not impress God. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills already. Amen. The Bible said all the gold and silver belong to him. And if he wants more, he can make more because he's the one that made it to begin with. And the Bible finally says it all in this concise statement. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Amen. Riches don't impress God. And you know what else doesn't really impress God in and of itself? Talent does not impress God just by itself. There's a lot of talented people that are not faithful. Amen. And as a result, God cannot use them like he wants to use them because he can't count on them. He can't depend on them. Amen. Talent is not our singular focus. Amen. Being faithful needs to be our highest priority. Don't get me wrong, amen, talent, talent is important, amen, talent is good, praise God, people should share their talent and, and use it, especially if you had talent before you came to God, or, or you got some talent, amen, that, that uh, you got uh, while you're serving God, you should use that to bless people for sure, amen, amen, but faithfulness is the most important thing, amen, God can work with faithful people. God can mightily use faithful people. God will bless faithful people. Proverbs 28, 20, a faithful man shall abound with blessings. Amen. God will bless faithful people. Amen. And God will give talents to faithful people. Some people say, well, you know, I'm not, I, don't, I don't really have any talents. Amen. Some people might say, you know what, I can't sing. When I sing, all the, all the dogs howl or something. Or, you know, I, I can't sing my way out of a wet paper bag or, you know, whatever. And, and uh, or I, I just, I have a hard time talking to people. Well, you're just like Moses then, you know. Uh, I have a hard time. I, I, you know, if, I could, if I tell you right now, amen, that when I was growing up and somebody would tell me, hey, you're going to be a pastor. Some, you're going to be up in front of people talking all the time with all these people looking at you. I go, no way, Jose. I would say that for sure. I didn't even like oral reports to get up in front of my own classmates. I hated it. It was a pressure. Amen. And, and all this kind of stuff. Praise God. But you know what? Moses said the same thing when he was called at the burning bush. He said, God said, I'm gonna, you're going to be the deliverer. You're going to be there. I want you to go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. He said, well, I don't know how to talk good. and I, I don't know this or that or whatever. But you know what? The Bible said Moses was faithful in all of his house. He was faithful. He might not have been talented, amen, but you know what? God can use faithfulness, and then he'll give you what you need. Amen. He'll give you what you need. Praise God. God gives talents to faithful people. You know, when the children of Israel left Egypt and they went into the wilderness, now they were in Egyptian slavery for 400 years. That's all they knew. There wasn't much talent with them. There wasn't much ability. They were not allowed, uh, amen, to do much uh, other than make bricks and make things to build all of the things uh, 
that Egypt had. Amen. You know, you hear some people say, yeah, I wonder, wasn't the aliens that built the pyramids? No, it wasn't the aliens. It was 400 years of free labor. Amen. The, the Jewish slaves, amen, they built all kinds of stuff for Egypt. Come on. Praise God. Hallelujah. E.T. didn't make no pyramid. Anyway, I digress. Praise God. So, but anyway, they, they came out of Egypt. They went into the wilderness and, they, you know, God had to give them the first, you know, those Ten Commandments to start getting them organized. All they knew was the whip of the Egyptians. All they knew was the, the law of Egypt and whatever they were told. Now they were governing themselves. They were on their own. Now they needed God to show them what to do. And Moses was their, you know, their pastor, so to speak. Praise God. And so they really didn't know what to do. Amen. But we find in Exodus chapter 31 that they, after God gave the Ten Commandments and then God also gave Moses the blueprints to this tabernacle, this kind of a tent-like portable church uh, temple thing, amen, that would, they would use for worshiping and sacrifice and all kinds of things, meeting with God and so forth, the high priest, amen, they, all, they, they needed somebody to make all this stuff because these were beautiful things. All of this, 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 these altars and the laver and the altar of incense and the table of showbread. These things were made out of a wood covered with gold and, and wood covered with brass and, and silver things and, and tapestries and curtains and all kinds of weavings. And, I mean, it was intricate. It was beautiful. And nobody knew really what to do, praise God. Amen. But you know what? God, God tells Moses, he mentions two people's names. And he said, I've given something to these people, these two guys, and then they are going to oversee everybody, and they're going to teach others what I'm going to teach them. I'm going to give them talents. They didn't have any talents, and we don't even hear these people mentioned except right now when God talks about giving them talents. So I, I can't, you know, confirm for sure, but I'm assuming that, that these two men were faithful. These two men had a heart for God because God chose them and gave them special talents. Let's read about it. Exodus 31 uh, verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel the son of Uri, the son of Hur of the tribe of Judah. I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship to devise cunning works, to work in gold and in silver and brass and in cutting of stones to set them, and in carving of timber to work in all manner of workmanship. And I, behold, I have given with him Aholiab, the son of Ahishamach, of the tribe of Dan, and in the hearts of all that are wise-hearted I have put wisdom, that they might make all that I have commanded thee. Amen. So here's two guys that didn't know how to do any of this stuff, but God said, I'm going to give these faithful men talents so that they will be able to make all this stuff, and this tabernacle will be beautiful. It meant God will give talents to faithful people. Amen. And sometimes God gives us talents to see if, you know, we will be faithful with them. He gives us talents to see what we'll do with them. Amen. Because the worst thing that can happen is if God gives us a talent, and then we let that talent take us over, and then the faithfulness goes away. Amen. Faithfulness needs to continue no matter what. 
Just like we humbly came to God and we need to keep humility going. We had meekness in our heart when we came to God and we need to keep that going no matter what. Amen. We got to be able to forgive people and ask for forgiveness. And if you're going to go anywhere in God, you got to keep that going. There's the basics. No matter what God uses you, no matter how he blesses you, no matter what he gives to you and blesses you with, you've got to stay in a right spirit and a right heart. Because he can take that away. Amen. But sometimes he gives us talents to see if we'll be faithful with them. So that takes me to our text verses in Matthew 25. He, he uh, the Lord of these servants was going to go away on a long journey. And he called three of his servants to up and he said, and he goes, here, I'm going to give you, I'm going away. He gave one, five talents, one, two talents, and the other one, one talent. You say, well, why, why, did he give, why didn't he give them all five? Well, because he knew of their ability. You see, God doesn't give everybody the same. Amen. And that's why when, we, when we're in the house of God, when we're walking with God, when we're in the family of God, amen, we shouldn't be comparing anybody with anybody. We shouldn't be looking at what anybody has or doesn't have or if somebody gets blessed or somebody doesn't get blessed. You, we don't know what's going on. You don't know what people are doing in their lives or not. It's a lot of time, amen, it's God, amen, sees in secret and rewards people openly and God blesses. But, you know, he knows what we can handle. And so the one that got one was no different than the one that got five. Amen. It was still a blessing. Amen. To receive that talent from God, from this Lord. And then he went a far journey. He said, go and do something with these talents. Amen. While I'm gone. And then I'll, I'll get back to you when I get home. Amen. And so he gets home after a few years or however long it was. Amen. And he went up to each of them and he said, okay, what'd you do? And to the, to the five, he said, I got other five. So I got 10 now. He said, amen. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Amen. He blessed his faithfulness. He acknowledged his faithfulness. That's what God's looking for. Amen. That's what God's going to honor. He's not necessarily, necessarily looking for the talent. He's looking for the faithfulness. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Amen. Enter into the joy of thy Lord. Amen. So God not only blessed him and, and praised his faithfulness, he said, I gave you that five to see what you would do. Now you got ten. Now I'm going to give you more talents. I'm going to give you more blessings. Amen. I'm going to make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of thy Lord. You're doing good. Praise God. He just wants to see what we'll do with what he gives us. You know, some, some people might say, well, you know, God you know, opened this door, but it really wasn't what I really wanted to do or whatever. But you know what? It might just been that one town. He wants to see what you do with that. Amen. And then that's not the end of the road. That's just one stepping stone into great things that God's going to use you. But he wants to see what you're doing with that one thing. Amen. Before he gives you five or ten or whatever. Amen. Let's be faithful with whatever God gives us. Let's be content with those things we have. Amen. But God will open more things to us. Amen. And he went to the person with two, and he said, I got two more, and he gave him the exact same blessing. Amen. As the one with five. So you see, it's not the amount, it's what you do with it. Praise God. And then he came to the guy with one, 
And the guy with one, for some reason, he took that talent, he wrapped it up in a, in a little cloth, and he buried it in the backyard. And then when the, when God, when the, the servant knew the Lord was coming, he goes, excuse me for a second. He got his shovel, he went and dug it up, and he, you know, <laughs> here you go. Here's that one talent. Amen. I kept it perfectly for you. And that's not what I asked you to do. I asked you to use it. We don't want to bury our talents. Amen. God gives you something. Use it. Amen. Just use it. And then God, that Lord was not happy with that guy. And he said, I told you, 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 if you should even, I didn't even ask you to double it like these guys did. If you would have just put that, because talents in the, uh, the, another word for talent in the King James, it was, a, it was a denomination of money. He said, if you would have just took that and put it in the bank, even got 3% interest on a savings account or something, and just, I would have got a talent plus a few more pennies or whatever. I would have been happier than what you just did. And then he told her, he said, get, take that one talent from that guy and give it to the guy with 10. Oh, that, that is not fair at all. Now this guy has zero and he has 11. You see, God isn't fair like we think fair is. He doesn't go by God is just. He is just, you know. We, you know, a lot of people go, that's not fair. You know, like this, if somebody wins a game, well, that's not fair. Somebody's got to lose if somebody wins. Yeah, okay. What's the problem? Well, no, everybody needs to get a trophy or something. No, somebody wins, somebody loses. That's life. Right. Amen. You study hard, you get good grades. That's life. Amen. Praise God. And so what God is saying, amen, this guy didn't do nothing with it, so I'm not giving him anymore. Take it over here to this guy because he's going to do something with it. Amen. So it was the serpent's both of those servants' faithfulness that he rewarded. And when God gives us a talent and we faithfully use it for his kingdom and to bless other people, amen, he will bless us with more talents. Amen. Let me, let me tell you about Apostle Paul. Before he was Apostle Paul, he was Saul, amen, of Tarsus. Amen. And he didn't like the church. He didn't like Jesus or anything about Christians at the time. Uh, he, was, uh, he, was, he thought he was doing God a favor by, by uh, getting rid of uh, Christians and all this stuff. He, but you see, Paul, Saul was very learned. He was very accomplished. He was already very talented. He spoke several languages. He was second in a second generation Pharisee, which was the top of the heap of religious leaders of the day in Israel. He sat at the feet of Gamaliel, who was the doctor of the law of Moses. He was the Pharisee of Pharisees. And he was held in high regard among the people. And, and Saul learned right at this guy's feet all the stuff. And so he was very renowned. Amen. However, when, when God called, uh, God changed his name from Saul to Paul later on. But when God called Paul into the ministry, Paul did not mention any of these talents, any of these accolades, any of these accomplishments, any of these things I just read to you. Amen. For the reason he was called. 1 Timothy 1.12 This is what he said. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has enabled me for that he counted me faithful putting me into the ministry. 
He counted me faithful, putting me in the ministry. Amen. You want God to use you? You want God to elevate you? You want God to open more doors? Just continue to be faithful. I'm not saying you're not. Amen. I'm just preaching. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I just feel, feel to preach on faithfulness. Praise God. But you want God to open doors more, and you want God to do greater things. Amen. Continue to show him your faithfulness. Amen. Be faithful in these hours, this last day. Hallelujah. Paul said, God is the one enabling me. Amen. I'm not doing it. My pedigree and my, my accomplishments and all of my resume isn't impressing God. Amen. God wants to know, am I going to be faithful? Because he can use faithful people. Yes. It's by the grace of God I am what I am. And without him, I can do nothing. Yes. Praise God. So he became a minister because he was faithful. And Paul said in Philippians 3, verse 3, he said, For we worship God in the Spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I also might have, have confidence in the flesh, if anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so. Now Paul's talking about himself. He said, I was circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin. I'm a Hebrew of Hebrews concerning the law of Pharisee. Concerning zeal, I persecuted the church thinking I was doing good. Concerning righteousness, which is in the law, I was blameless as far as I thought. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. Yet indeed I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ. Yeah. Praise God. Amen. So when we come to God, we put it all on the altar. We put it all on the cross. Praise God. Amen. And we say, it's all yours, God. I just want you. And then we're faithful to him. And you know what? A lot of times he'll take some of that stuff that we put all on that cross. And he'll say, you know what? That's going to be that's going to be good for the kingdom of God. That's going to be good for you to continue to work on and use. Why don't you take some of that back and you start blessing the, the kingdom of God with it. Amen. He didn't take all that stuff away from Paul. Paul, amen. Paul used all that knowledge and all that wisdom, amen. And he turned it around and instead of persecuting the church, he became one of the greatest advocates and apostles of the church. Amen. Because he was faithful. God used him to write over half of the books of the New Testament. Because he was faithful, he went on three missionary journeys and he started all these churches that you read about. Rome and Corinth, amen, and Colossae and Thessalonica, amen, and Galatia, amen, in all of these churches, praise God. He started them and then he moved on. He put somebody in charge and he did great work for the Lord because he was faithful. First of all, faithful. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. You don't have to have talents to be used by God. Just be faithful and He'll give you talents. You don't have to have giftings to be successful in the kingdom of God. Just be faithful and He will give you the gifts that will make room for themselves and bring you before the people that God needs you to be brought before.
What's God looking for us to be faithful in, you might ask? He wants us to be faithful in prayer. Amen. Remember, faithfulness is dependable, consistent, reliable. Amen. You can count on. He wants us to be faithful in His Word, to read it, to study it, and most importantly, to live it. Not just to be a hearer of the Word, but a doer of the Word. Amen. He wants us to be faithful to His house. Amen. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Amen. His house is more important than it's ever been. Amen. Praise God. It's more important than it's ever been in our lives. Let's not forsake the house of the Lord. Let's be faithful in His house. He wants us to be faithful in giving. Amen. Praise God. And that's time, talents, and treasure. Giving. Faithful. Faithful. Remember, thou, thou, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Amen. You know, if, if someone were to ask me, and, and it's, it's, I've been asked this question a few times over the years since I've been serving God. Amen. And if you were to ask me, what's the one thing that you can point to? I, of course, it's all Jesus. That, let's just get that out of the way because that's number one. But if there's something that you can point to like that where you are, I would just have to say faithful. Faithful. Amen. I just, when I came into God, I couldn't get enough of it. I just jumped in with both feet and I was there every time the doors were open. I volunteered when I could. Uh, I, you know, did what I could. Amen. And I'm just, I'm just thankful that God used me. Amen. I didn't know I was going to be here when I first went down in the waters of baptism and I first received the Spirit of God. I didn't know what 30 years later was going to be, 38 years later was going to be. Amen. Now it's 30, uh, 39 years later. I didn't know what it was going to be. Amen. But one word, faithful. Faithful. Amen. Whether I felt like coming to church or not, faithfulness said, you got to get there. Amen. Faithful. Praise God. Whether this or that, we're all human. We go through things. But faithfulness keeps you going. Amen. I'm not going to let them down. Oh, hallelujah. I want to be faithful. And Revelation, our last verse, would you stand with me? Revelation, our last verse, 17, 14. He is Lord of lords and King of kings. And they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. Amen. See, the call goes out to everybody. Amen. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen. He would have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. He said, whosoever will, let him come and drink of the water of life freely. This is for every person in the world. Amen. That's the call. And we are chosen 
when we choose him, when we answer the call and we are obey the gospel and we're born again of water and spirit, we are chosen then. Called, chosen, but what are we going to do the next day and the next day and the next month and the next year? That's where faithful comes in. Thank God for the call. Thank God that we answered the call and he chose us. But I got to remain faithful and I got to finish the race strong. For he and she that endures to the end shall be saved. Amen. Thank God that we were strong yesterday, but we need to be strong tomorrow. And that faithfulness is going to get us through. Oh, hallelujah. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.